Hey, I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, this is Trent, the host of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I just wanted to pop in and give you a quick note before we started. The uh, last five or ten minutes or so, my mic had some issues. You can still hear me. There's just a little bit of crackling going on behind me. Not sure what it was. I've switched mics since then. As you can probably tell, this sounds much better. Um, but otherwise, the episode sounds good. Everything is uh, rocking and rolling. This was a really fun one with my longtime friend and mentor, Bobby Agus Jr. So um, I hope the last five or ten minutes of my crackling mic aren't too distracting and otherwise have a great week and enjoy this episode of i love improv how are we looking time-wise now great you have such good instincts for that oh thank you sometimes i sometimes i literally time it and uh this this week i didn't um what's up everybody (laughs) (laughs) this is i love improv with trent dozier i'm trent dozier i love improv uh excited to be here with you this week thank you for joining us live on twitch if you are doing so now if you're in the twitch chat uh you know give a shout out to yourself What's up to everybody who's there watching live? If you're listening in the future uh, on a podcast, thank you for joining us in the future. Um, as always, the show starts with the music that you hear, but I don't hear it, which is why I always ask Val uh, if I'm, you know, in uh, in my range. I can stop dancing or not. Um, and speaking of Val, everybody, if you're in the chat, please say hello to our technical support, the uh, Queen of Trident, um, <laughs> One of my favorite people in the world, Val Agnew. Hey, Val. Aw, thanks, Trent. Hi. How's it going today, Val? Uh, I'm great. I'm excited. I'm going to see Eternals later, so I just have a night full of fun with you and then superheroes. I'm I'm actually going to see Eternals later as well, so we are simpatico on that wavelength. <laughs> as we often are. Yes, as we often are. Um, this is uh, I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. We are on twitch.tv slash the trident network this show is a part of the trident network wow very cool the trident network is of course a three-pronged form of uh content provider uh one is live shows like this we're on twitch all the time on this twitch channel uh two would be pre-recorded stuff which you can find on uh the trident network's uh youtube channel or the tridentnetwork.com and of course this show is also a podcast which is the third prong of the trident network a ton of great podcasts there check those out uh going back to twitch and this channel specifically if you are interested in uh keeping up with not only this show but all the other trident twitch shows you can subscribe to this channel by hitting the subscribe button which is below me somewhere other side Keep going. This Keep way. Going. Right there. Right there. <laughs> Hit that button. Uh, that'll get you subscribed. You can use the Party Dolphin, which is the exclusive emote of the Trident Network. Uh, you can throw some Party Dolphin claps in the chat. Val, I don't know what you're doing in the chat right now. Maybe showing everybody how to do cool things. Um, that's what I'm doing. That's great. Val's the master. Um, I think that's uh, anything Anything I'm missing technically oh if you yes there is i remembered it before val could even answer if you are a uh amazon uh prime customer you can use your amazon prime account to subscribe to the trident network twitch channel for no additional cost so if you ask me that's pretty cool something cool to do get those party dolphin emotes going huh uh Mm -hmm. am i missing anything else val no you crushed it per usual Per usual. <laughs> Thank you. High praise. High praise from Val. Um, all right. 
let's get into the episode this week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, as always, I will be doing improv with a guest of mine, and then afterwards we will be talking about the improv that you saw and or improv in general, or sometimes uh, nothing related to improv at all. We'll see. We'll see where the conversation takes us. If at any point you have a question or anything that you want asked, feel free to throw that in the chat Um later in the back half of the show and val will relay that information to us if you got nothing to say that's great too sit back and listen um this week i feel very lucky to have uh someone on the show who i have a decade and a half nearly uh long relationship with this is one of my first ever improv teachers back in either 2009 or 2010 He was one of my teachers at Comedy Sports San Jose back when I was a young buck first starting out in the improv scene. Um, He's an incredible performer, one of my my favorite performers to watch. And he is one of the, in addition to being a friend and mentor to me, he is a uh, founder and owner of the Made Up Theater, which is the, one of the best indie improv theaters in the world. It's in Fremont, California. We'll talk more about Made Up Theater at the end. Um, if you're ever in Fremont, please go check out Made Up Theater. Some of the best shows you can see are there. Uh, please welcome to the screen or your ears or however it's going, Bobby August Jr. Hey, Bobby. Hey, wow. What an intro. That was amazing. <laughs> I try to, I try to, you know, I try to be truthful and it just so happened that uh, being truthful in my intro was amazing for you. How's it going, Bobby? Great, great. I'm so glad to be here. This is awesome. Great. Always lovely to see you, Trenty. Yes, thank you. Uh, Bobby, as I said, is one of the owners and founders of Made Up Theater. There are four of them in existence, and Bobby is the first one that we were able to get on this podcast. Uh-huh. Very exciting for me personally. Uh, in in the future, I plan to have all four of them eventually. Um but Bobby, you're up first. Congrats! Thanks, man. I didn't know you invited the others. <laughs> I've I've talked. We've we've had discussions. I've invited you on the podcast before. It's, we uh, just have to, that's right. you know, nail down specific times. Yes. Anyway, that's logistics talks. Uh, turn in, tune into my other podcast, talking logistics, when we talk <laughs> logistics later. Um, so we'll get this started right now. If you are in the chat, we would love a suggestion for a scene to do a couple things first if you're giving a suggestion thank you we don't want something um you know general we don't want just a suggestion of chair we would like something to set the stage for our scene so something specific like bobby is a chair salesman and trent (laughs) has uh two wooden pirate legs and he's trying to purchase this chair from bobby and bobby also wears hats whatever you know something something way better than that that i'm sure you're all capable of um if you know me and bobby feel free to throw a scene suggestion out there right now if you don't know me and bobby um these next couple of minutes of conversation might help inspire you uh come up with a suggestion that you want and here's 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 what that is bobby i'm gonna tell you what i love about you as an improviser does that sound good to you this is the only reason I'm on the show, man. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, people are starting to just accept invites to the show because they know it always starts with compliments. So <laughs> I love it. Uh, Bobby, not only not only were you one of my first teachers and you have taught many classes that I have been a part of, and I've, I have shadowed you as a teacher, actually. So your uh, teaching style has influenced a lot of my improv teaching style. Aww. Also, if you don't like my improv teaching style, it's Bobby's fault. <laughs> Um, so seeing you as like a, um, a leader and a role model off stage, I think has been huge for me and kind of developing who I wanted to be as an improviser, especially when I moved from the Bay area to Chicago. I think, um, the way that you and all the, all the made up theater guys were, 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 were me on like, just, you know, how to be a good person and how to be humble and, still how to fuse that with having fun so all that is great off stage you're an incredible mentor an incredible teacher um but we're here to talk about on stage and on stage i love watching you perform you are one of 
and this includes Chicago people. You are, as an improviser, one of the best actors that I know. It's it's very hard. I love to uh, get people to break, and you know I've seen you laugh off stage, and it's very hard to get you to break on stage. But when you do, it's so rewarding. Otherwise, you are just. You know, you're a good actor. I think we can all admit that. And you're acting on on stage in, in improv scenes, I think, is super helpful to um, establishing stuff in the world and in the shows. And made-up theater, if you don't know, they're, I would say, the, the biggest uh, and the best show that they do is um, long-form narrative shows. Um, and so it's just one story all the way throughout. So you're great at, at, at playing simple basic characters you're also great at playing these zany you know over the top one-offs and um above above all i think you're great at keeping the story in line keeping track of everything you're a great team player great at tracking everything it's just you know on stage and off you are someone who is a leader and i think there are a lot of um funny people in improv who aren't necessarily leaders so I think it's very cool to have someone who is is good but can also uh, lead, if that makes any sense. How do you feel about yeah. all that? Too high of praise? So far, no. I mean, it's, it's perfect so far. Let's keep going. No, <laughs> no, that's it. I have nothing else nice to say. <laughs> no, um, that's so nice to hear these words, Trent. Yeah, I totally agree with you in the sense that I think often a lot of the shows um, – I'm kind of that grounded character that the audience can see the the show through uh-huh. me, like through my eyes, yeah. you know, and so if something is weird, I'm going to call it out and, and bring attention to it, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, completely 100% go with whatever is being offered. I think that's one yeah. of the the great things about what we do, you know, at Native Theater, or spe- especially the five play dudes, mm-hmm. like what, how crazy, I guess it doesn't matter, we still keep it grounded in like we believe a hundred percent in what it, what it is. So yeah. Yeah. A thing, a thing we've definitely talked about on the show before is that no matter how crazy the world gets, it's always, you can get as crazy as you want. As long as you're not like, that's crazy. This guy's a yeah. shark on land or what, as long as you are treating everything as the characters with the weight it deserves, then it heightens that reality for everybody, including the audience. And you're right. You and specifically the five play guys at made up theater do that exceptionally well, which is why I think those shows are always incredibly well, because you blend the real with the silly extremely well, and you treat it with the respect that it deserves. Yeah. I think that's, that's what makes our shows so, so much fun for us too, because yeah. we surprise each other, but we're going to still, you know, a hundred percent accept and go with it. And it's just a fun ride. Like, it's amazing that we get paid to just crazily have fun with our best friends on stage. Like, and those are our best shows, you know, and we're just having fun and the audience is along for the ride. And we're like, Oh yeah, you're there too. <laughs> it's truly, it's truly the best. It's it, uh, a five play show at made up theater is the best. We'll talk more about made up theater at the end. Um, okay. That's okay. enough. Uh, that's enough praise for Bobby August jr. Um, oh, now it's you. time to get a suggestion and that suggestion will then inform the improv scene that Bobby and I are about to do. Um, if you have a suggestion, please throw it into the chat right now. Um, there is approximately like a 20 or so second delay between what I'm saying now and, and when you're hearing it. So I'll fill a little bit of time here now, just <laughs> chit-chatting with uh, old Bobby. Yeah, stretch it out. Um, Five Play, who Bobby mentioned, is the uh, improv team that is also the co-founders and co-owners of Made Up Theater, which Bobby is a part of. They were the team that started it all. A team expanded into a theater. Very cool stuff. Um, how's it looking on the uh, suggestion front, Val? Well, someone very close to your heart has given a great suggestion, so I think that's what is we're going to go with. Is it from Nia? <laughs> yeah, it's hey. from Nia. It's not the first time we've had a suggestion from Nia, and it certainly won't be the last. Thank you, Nia. Val, what's the suggestion? Okay. Bobby is a wizard, and Trent is his apprentice. Trent forgot to order more magic crystals, so now they can't cast a very important spell they've been preparing to cast for uh, months. Okay, sounds good. Sound good to you, Bobby? Yes. All right. Thank you very much, Nia. Right, Thank you, Val. Fun.
Oh, oh master, I'm so... I didn't... I, I just... I thought the... I thought the blood crystals were on my list. And I'm just seeing now that I... I must have... I, they were not on my list. So that's... This is purely... Oh, no. I could run back... I could, I could pop back over to the store. Do you know how many red full moons we get per lifetime? Yes, we only get two red full moons per lifetime. And how many have we already had? We've already had one red full moon. This will be our second one. This is the last chance. You've you've really beat that into me. I know that. Therefore, I will die not getting to do what I have always wanted. So I'm, so- I'm going to just going to accept no, it. No, let me listen. I can. Your failure has caused me to miss no, out on a please. lifelong goal. No, please, master. Let me just. I'll pop back over to the Circle K. I'll get the blood diamonds. I'll pop back. We'll still have enough time to execute the potion, and then you will you will become a a, a turtle like you've always wanted to be. Ah, it's a tortoise. Ah, sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. Do you not listen to anything that I've No, I do. You. you know I listen. I remember that there were two red blood moons. No, red moons. Red full moons in the entire. There's two. Here's the thing. There's two red full moons <laughs> for everybody per lifetime. And you need blood crystals as a part of the as a part of the potion. And when you do a certain potion, you can become a tortoise for a limited time. And that's a lifelong goal for you, master. I know that. You know, it's my fault. Just hearing you say it back to me and your inability to say it correctly, it's, it's totally my fault. It's okay. No, I, I, I just, I've had a lot going on at home. I've had a lot going on at home this week. And so. What, what has been going on? Please, please enlighten me. Oh, my crow is dying. My, your crow? My crow is dying. And I just, he's been shitting everywhere. And I just don't know how to get it under control, so I took him into the vet, and the vet was like, I think this is a raven, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a crow, but the vet was like, I'm a doctor, and so I told him to F uh, off. So I didn't get a diagnosis for the crow. Wait a second. You have a hybrid raven-crow excrement available? I'm not sure. I think it's pure crow excrement. The doctor was saying it's pure raven excrement, but I suppose it could be a hybrid crow-raven excrement. I could check. Oh, get it now. No, no need to leave. I keep a pouch of donkey's poop <laughs> in my pocket. Lovely. Quick, look at the index. Part 2B on the blood crystal moon night. Part 2B. The substitutions. Quickly. I'm looking. What are the substitutions? This is a, this is a huge book. I'm looking. Quickly, it's Appendix Two B. I told you, Two B. I know, but that's that's two. It's it's two A through Z. So there's a lot. Oh, look for the substitutions. I'm. Go- what can we substitute for the blood crystal red moon? I'm reading. I'm going. Okay, let's see. So when you're looking at a thing, memory or... serves me right. I'm an old man, but if memory serves me right, it's going to be. It's going to be. Oh shit! It's almost my time. No, no master. No, not the jingles of the death. I'm sorry, Master. Please, please. Okay, let's see here. Okay, if 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 blood crystals are not available, uh, three options are available for substitution. One, the blood of a crystal. That seems redundant. That that is the same thing. I can't believe they put that in there. (laughs) Uh, Two (laughs) crystals uh, crystallized out of blood. Okay, these all seem like. What is three? What is three? Three is hybrid raven and crow excrement slash feces. So, okay, so you're right. right. Okay, but... So we can test to determine if it is truly a hybrid raven crow or if it's just a crow by if it works or not. Okay, how are we supposed to test? Do I need to get Dunky in here? Yes. Unfortunately, we're going to have to sacrifice him. Is that okay? What? We have to sacrifice to find out if he's a... Can't we find out while he's still alive? Isn't he dying... Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. He's sick, at least. Well, I think that's good enough. Okay, here, let me call him. Donkey, come! Ah! <laughs> okay, Donkey is here. Yes. Okay, say your goodbyes. I will prepare. We're gonna, we're gonna kill him right now? I'm preparing. Please say your goodbyes. Oh. Tell him everything that you needed to tell him. Donkey, I love you. You are my best friend. You are the greatest friend I've had in this life. I have suspected you were a crow this whole time. 
Maybe you're a raven, maybe you're a hybrid. I don't know. We're about to find out. Um, it seems that you're sick enough for me to put you down, so that's this is fine. I feel fine about this. Um, and and finally, I will finally reveal what what donkey is short of short for. And uh, uh, donkey is short for uh, Duncanville, Amy Poehler's animated show on Fox. I'm a huge fan, and and I'm I'm just glad that. We could watch episodes together and... <sighs> okay, I'm ready. He doesn't look happy. <laughs> he looks quite sad. I just we cannot. I just told him that he was about to be killed. We cannot sacrifice a crow slash raven with hate in its heart. You must, you must say to it what you've always needed to say without knowing what it is that you must say. Please do that. I have to say what I've always needed to say without knowing what it is? Yes, oh, sure. this is how you let <laughs> your instinct and heart-warming words come out before you sacrifice your best friend. If I was a bird, <laughs> you, uh, we would be together, flying around the world, pooping from the skies and our hearts. Wait a second. You are truly in love with this? In in that sense that if you were a bird, you would be a couple? I think so. I'm just speaking from my heart, and I got to a point where regular speak couldn't handle the emotion enough, so I broke into song. Song speak, <laughs> yes. That's true allowing of your heart to fill and release. Oh my gosh, we cannot sacrifice this being. That's what I've tried. I've been trying. That's what I'm saying. But it touches my soul to know that you have that ability. I just thought you were stupid. No, Master, I am. I'm very <laughs> stupid, but I, I have a lot of try-hard and um, a knack for musical musicality. Ah, uh, but see, there is intelligence, and then there's connection and emotional intelligence, you see? Not... Can you ex expand? Can you explain? What you just did now shows me that you're smart. You're not afraid of showing your true feelings when it comes down to sacrificing your love. So I'm not stupid. Not stupid in that sense. Stupid in the other sense. Yes, okay, I think I understand, <laughs> Master. But we will not sacrifice the love of your life just for me to, you know, achieve a goal I've had my whole life on. But that's okay. Because two moons for me, there's only been one yet for you. So you still have a chance. So I can... Well, you will become me and have your own little shitty-ass apprentice. Do you see? <laughs> I do. I do see, Master. <laughs> I understand. And it will not require a sacrifice of your loved one. Can I ask you something, Master? Of course. Is there a way, a spell, mayhaps, that we can trick, or not trick, but use the spell to get Donkey to talk back to me? Because I don't know if Donkey feels the same. If Donkey doesn't feel like... Donkey is in love with me as well, then we can kill the bird and ha help you achieve your dream. See, now you are showing your signs of idiocy ah, again. damn it. True love can be unrequited, can it not? Yes, I suppose. So what does it matter whether the crow feels the same? I guess... Will it change your feelings? Uh, I mean... Over time, certainly. I, I suppose not in the moment. Exactly. That is not true love if it would change your feelings in an instant, is it? Correct. Let's talk about your feelings for me, shall we? Yes, Master. I love you. I love to serve you. I want everything to be good, and I'm bad that I eff this up real hard. Yes. Let's talk about your effing up. Oh, no. There's a... Someone's on a motorcycle outside of the castle. I don't know if you can hear that. Those damn kids with their motorcycles. Please go away! I'm trying to save my master's life, fulfilling a lifelong dream for him. I'm not dying. I'm just old. What? But I thought the death jingle played. I thought you were dying. No, no, no. That is just my iPhone. <laughs> what, master? I thought I wasn't allowed to have an iPhone. You are? Yes, but like I said, we will switch roles pretty soon as I am old. Well, we won't be switching roles. You won't become an apprentice. You'll be dead. 
Yes. And again, you're showing your idiotic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so dumb. I I went to Ohlone Community College in Fremont, California. How dare you? <laughs> Ohlone is one of the stomping grounds for all of us ex-wizards. Oh, I'm, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just kind of... I just kind of graduated, and then I wasn't really doing anything, so I thought I'd apply to Ohlone, and I got in because it's a community college, so you just pay to go, and nobody, you don't get rejected. You missed the main point of what I just said. I am now considered myself an ex-wizard. What? Oh, but, but master, you're still a wizard. Uh, listen, I can go, we can, I can use the poop, or I can go back to the Circle K and get the blood crystals. We can do this. We can make no. this happen. You're still a wizard. It's time. It's time. I need to make sure before it strikes midnight tonight that I give you all the knowledge necessary to become your own wizard. You see? I do see. How much How much more knowledge do I need to gain before midnight tonight? Quite a bit. So, okay. So I've been <laughs> your apprentice for 44 years. Are you, yeah. Are you saying in that time I'm not, like, am I past the halfway point, you know? Yes, uh, if the halfway point was the median. <laughs> but master, I don't understand your math jokes. <laughs> oh, well, maybe take a statistics course, shall you? Statistics course? Uh, oh, statistics. Maybe. T- <laughs> I thought you said take you to six course, and I thought we weren't allowed back at six course based on the way we acted last time. Okay, listen. I'm an old man. I'm not going to get this spell, which is my dying wish, even though I'm not quite ready to die. But my next dying wish would be to have you outlive, outproduce, outwizard me in every possible way. I'm paying it forward through my lowly apprentice, who is now my equal. All right. I understand, Master. Okay. Are there any questions that you need to become your own wizard? Answered by me. Okay, first question would be, do I take over your room, or am I still going to be down in my apprentice shack? You will take over my room at the stroke of midnight tonight, and I shan't be back. I will be gone. I will be someone that you talk to at night when I'm not there. What? I don't understand the last part. You can never understand. Question number what? two, quickly. Okay, once, I, once I've taken over your room, am I allowed to change the vibe? Or do you want me to leave everything the same? <laughs> I have a lot of bumble and um, hinge connects with showing off my room. So you want to probably keep it pretty similar because you want to get those connections. Okay, but I there's no rule... Don't do Tinder, though. Tinder's the worst okay, for but wizards. There's, just to be clear, there's no rule against me changing the aesthetic. No, there's okay. no rule. But I'm telling you, I get a lot of action on Hinge and Bumble. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Kept in mind. Okay, this is kind of a 2B question. Uh, that was 2A. 2B would be, can oh. I change the sheets? Or should I leave the sheets the same? <laughs> Definitely change the sheets. Okay, hang on. I have a list of questions here. Most of them, let me get to some wizard stuff. A lot of this is about the room. <laughs> And the, know, it's all and the logistics of the room. <laughs> what I can do there. My okay, this is some bathroom stuff. You do you have you don't bathroom. use the you don't use the bathroom in the house, right? You have one that's off of your bedroom. Oh, that's exactly. gonna be sweet. Okay. Let me see. Have you been in a relationship with another human? No. I've only pined for such things. Actually, I don't know that I've ever pined for a relationship with a human. It's been mostly birds. Assorted birds. (gasps) Maybe this is why you find true love through the crow-raven hybrid. Maybe you long for a real human, and we can sacrifice this piece of (laughs) crow-raven garbage to achieve my goal. Master, I said I'm willing to sacrifice if my love is not responded to by donkey. Open up the index to 5C. Quickly. 5C, 5C. What does it say about speaking hybrid crow ravens? It's very specific, our appendix. Hybrid crow raven. Okay, here's some stuff about speaking crow. No. Here's some stuff about speaking raven. No. Crow raven hybrid. 
Crow Raven. If you want to speak Crow Raven hybrid, you must use a blood crystal. Well, okay. Well, we don't have any blood crystals. Damn it. Blood crystals. Okay. Let me see if there's a blood crystal oh. substitution. Okay. In the event blood crystals are not available, you can use a crystal formed by hardened blood. Okay. This seems like this is going to be the same thing. You can use blood uh, covering a crystal. That's kind of, this is all kind of the same thing. Or you can use the excrement of a rabbit tortoise hybrid. <laughs> Damn it. We got any of those? Do we? No. <laughs> rabbit tortoise hybrid. That's the hardest one to make. That's the hardest to one make. to make. Okay. Yes. How about this, Master? I'm willing to sacrifice Dunky for you right now. End of end of story. No. No. The story begins not with that, but with something anew. My retirement. Wait, are you just retiring? I thought you were dying. I said I'm an old man, and surely I am dying as we all are dying, but I'm not dying why would you, tonight. Yeah, well, why would I you hope. give up your room if I'm, if you're still going to be alive? <laughs> Did you not hear me? I'm going to walk oh. the earth. Because I'm not going to be able to do the one thing that my whole life has been dedicated to do because of your inadequacies as a apprentice. Are you going to walk into the ocean like a tortoise and drown? Oh my gosh, how did you know that? I guess I'm pretty smart after all. <laughs> That's the sea. <laughs> Everybody knows that's how a tortoise yeah. commits suicide. Tortoises and wizards. I so wasn't in saying that that's how a tortoise would kill themselves. I'm saying that's how a human <laughs> wizard who wishes he was a tortoise would kill himself. Oh, oh man, that was a lot of fun. Bobby, I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, we, you and I probably haven't improvised together since like 2019 at least. Yeah, at least, right? I think didn't you jump in on a on a five play reunion after doing a two prop or something? Not in twenty twenty, I don't think. Oh yeah, it was like when you were doing your yeah, true comedy town. Show. Check out that comedy time. town, Chicago. Yeah, comedy town. Wow, that was great. I I That's felt crazy. it felt good. It felt I forgot. You know, one thing I would say I would say all the time to uh, Nia, who gave us mm -hmm. a suggestion. Thank you. Um, who, Thank Mia, you. as you know, if this is not your first time listening, is a former guest of the show and my current partner in life. Um, but one thing I have uh. said to her before is that it took me, I mean, years in Chicago to get comfortable with a team of improvisers like I was with Five Play and Made Up Theater. And um, I feel like any one of you, any one of the four of you or Karen, if I did a scene with them tomorrow, I would have as much fun as I just did with you right now. It just, it felt so easy and just like, you know, we've gone two whole years without playing with each other, maybe even three. And I don't know, it was just a uh, fun and loose time. It's just so easy to slip back into that familiarity for me. Yeah, totally agree, man. Um, I don't know. There's just something about when you're with somebody who, you know you can throw anything at them yeah. and be fine with it. Okay. That's such an amazing feeling. Like, there's a comfort in that, right? And I love that feeling. Yeah, I think so. it's so hard yeah. to... Especially, I found this in Chicago when the majority of teams were being put together as opposed to people were mm. choosing to be on the teams with each other, which Five right. Play definitely chose to be together. Um, yeah. it's, so it's so much harder to build that trust with each other on stage when it's just kind of a a group of people thrown together i mean you know to use io and herald teams as example because those teams are right. being formed out of auditions and then people who might know each other people who might not know each other people have different relationships amongst each other on the team and typically they were 10 person teams it was just so hard to form a universal trust amongst everybody um whereas when I got to play with five play, there were six of us at the time when I was on the team and you know, the four of you had such a strong bond already. And then adding me and Karen, like 
you guys already had a great relationship with Karen and I feel like Karen and I bonded over the fact that we were not owners owners of the theater so that was nice um but it just it was just so quick and easy to build trust with you guys because we were friends before and we had you know chosen to play with each other it was it just felt so much easier for that trust to be built yeah i think when you're going you know everybody's going through their own improv career and they're going through classes and then you like you find your people like oh every time i do a scene with this person like we just gel it's so easy you know and then if you find a couple of those people and then you start performing together, I, you know, that's just, that's just, that's just where it starts. Like then it's just going to be like amazing. Right. You're always with somebody who you already yeah. perform well with. I feel like the audience yeah. can always tell when, I mean, this is the thing we've absolutely talked about on the show before, but it's like, even if the improv isn't necessarily the best, as long as the audience can tell, like, I mean, you know, the improv still got to be like a C or a B at least. But if <laughs> right. you if you right, and your right. teammates are having fun, that's more fun for the audience to watch people who are like clearly fucking with each other and like messing around and having yeah. fun than it is for the audience to be like, yeah. "Oh man, Trent and Bobby are really trying right now. They're definitely they're trying yes. hard to be funny yeah. and to, you know." Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. And another thing um in our school of improv anyway we're so yes. physical like um yeah that that's just i think that's another thing that, you know that's something that is really hard to come across mm-hmm. on zoom obviously but our physicality and playfulness with each other that brings it up even another level right just seeing people uh, enjoying yeah. each other and, and being physical and yeah it, i miss that i i think that's the aspect of improv that i miss the most over the years of not being able to do it you're just like you don't have your team yeah. to, to go play with. You know? I agree 100%. One thing um, we've talked about frequently on this show is that I'm still trying to figure out like how to Zoom improvise, but then this is also improv for a podcast. So it's like I'm we're doing two mediums at once, and neither of them are my necessarily preferred medium of doing improv. Like, obviously, my top choice is right. to do it in front of a live audience. So it's always weird to kind of, you know, figure dance around and figure figure that out. And I think we're I think it's still going. And like certain shows, certain episodes we've done have been more physical than others, and and, and certain episodes mm-hmm. haven't. Like I thought there was some good physicality in this one, but like so rarely do we like. It's harder to build out a whole world when we're stuck in these little boxes. Right. Yeah, for sure. But you, but you did do it. I mean, the only time where I saw any amount of like, and not only because I know you, Trent, like trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to bring in Dunky. <laughs> like, that was the only time in the whole scene where I was like, <clears throat> I almost turned my camera yeah. on. Yeah, like, we need Dunky. <laughs> we need Dunky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It would have been Val the knows. Val I've said to Val, Val knows she has the green light to throw herself into any scene that she feels possible. And this is not the first time where we've talked and she's been like, I was close. I was close. We're still waiting for yeah. it. We're still waiting Do for it, it, Val. Next time. Um, but other than that, like, I thought, I like, personally, I never uh, couldn't picture where you were uh, or what you looked like. Because uh, you embodied your characters mm-hmm. and you did use your space um, and physicality, like within your box, um, <laughs> and so like I, it definitely felt very um, full, even though it's virtual. And uh, I think this was the most character-heavy scene yeah. that you've ever done on this show. Oh, which, which I think was very fun and and definitely like uh, <laughs> pushed Trent to a place where I haven't seen him Yay. on this show before. Uh, which was cool. And I definitely uh, appreciated as well the, like, like Bobby, you just giving Trent, like, barbs. Yeah. Like, and just giving him, like, stuff to have to deal yeah. with, like, over and over and over again. And, like, I think a p- two people who didn't know each other as well, like, or, or just lesser improvisers might not have been able to handle that. 
because it it also could have devolved into yeah. like a planning scene right. or like you know uh, that kind of thing. But it, instead, it was just like you were saying these things as your characters and reacting honestly as your characters, and it just worked so well. And there was so much talk of like your own like relationship with yourselves and your relationships <laughs> with other people, and it was a very like detailed, deep scene. Yeah, layers. Um, I've yeah. been playing with Trent forever, so I know that I can, yeah. you know, ask him a million questions, and he's going to well, be completely was, fine with it. I was going to say I <laughs> yeah. often do when I think about when I think about five play and f- playing with five play. One of the first things that comes to mind is me and Ben trying to fuck with each other, which happens in every show. But, yeah. But if I Always. take a step back, it's not sure Ben and I do that to each other, but. Not only do I feel like I also do that to everybody else on the team, I feel like all six of us are comfortable messing with any one of the other six. So I to- I felt, oh, yeah. I felt, I mean, I feel like if I was the wizard and Bobby was the apprentice, I would have been fucking with Bobby in the same way that Bobby was messing with me. It's just, I totally agree. I felt, and I didn't, I, on the other side of the coin, I didn't feel like, I was like, oh, Bobby's just throwing a bunch of shit at me. What am I? I was like, I was like, oh, this is great. Give me another thing to to mess up on. Um, yeah. Also, talking about the the physicality, I you're right. the The style with which you guys play, and the style with which you teach so improv, is a huge. You guys are very pro uh, physicality and play in that sense on stage, and I feel like. Um, I feel personally so lucky to have had five years of both learning from and then doing improv with you specifically, but everybody at, at made up theater and in five play um, before I moved to Chicago, because I feel like the, I, well, first of all, I moved to Chicago then with a great base, which was all thanks to you guys. But I feel like the teaching in Chicago wasn't, there was not like a lot of, um, like teaching how to do physicality. It was mostly just like if right. people are more inclined to do that, then they will. But and I think we talked about this two weeks ago, Val with Hannah, if I'm remembering correctly. But Chicago, by the end, it felt like was really devolving into like standing around talking heads most of the time, and it felt like the the group of us that has now migrated away for the most part uh, was really all about kind of injecting that fun and silliness and physicality and all that stuff back into the into the scene and I feel like I was definitely a part of that and I feel like I was a part of that because you guys were a part of that for me and it's just like it's such a it's such a great tool to like you know I've seen you guys do scenes where there is two whole minutes of nobody saying anything and it's just you know some incredible physicality and I especially thinking of the old made up theater space like there were some great opportunities for climbing on the stage i mean that that stage was one of my it was my favorite improv stage of all time you could climb the walls val jump through the windows it was incredible (laughs) yeah i think it's such an important and underutilized um thing and undertaught right like yeah i i I mean it's so weird to hear like I, I personally, one of my pet peeves is talking heads improv, just trying to outwit each yeah. other. Like that, that does nothing for me, you know. Um, and I think, unfortunately, a lot of Zoom has become that way because it, out of necessity, right? It's hard. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's why I think on the stage, having physicality, having fun, taking care of each other while you're messing with each mm-hmm. other, I think, is a glorious thing. <laughs> it's so glorious. It's the highest form. I, I said this in one of the early episodes, but. My favorite form of improv is like mischievousness. And when you have a group of six people who are not only incredibly physical, but are also totally willing to fuck with or get fucked with, that is, you know, the height of mischievousness to me. And th- I mean, probably because yeah. I did five years with you guys is why it <laughs> is why that <laughs> we trained you to be that way. Yeah, so that's why that's ingrained in my in my blood there was a i remember i don't i don't know i was either watching the show or maybe i was doing lights and sound for a show but there was a show and i just remember watching you and you had this thing where no matter what you're gonna knife everybody (laughs) on the stage 
<laughs> so you're just like figuring out a way to do it and i just i was dying laughing i thought that was the funniest thing uh sl- slitting someone's throat from behind is one of my favorite uh improv moves. <laughs> uh, i remember there was a uh, oh, man i think we were like filming promos for youtube or something for made up theater and um i just so perfectly can see there's you and karen and you're talking and I come in behind Karen, cut her throat. She falls down and dies. And you just go, ah. and and then it it cuts to the next thing or whatever. But like so many, I feel like so many times, especially in a especially in a five play narrative show, I've absolutely slit the yeah. throats of every single every single member <laughs> every single member of five play before. Oh, oh man, good yeah, good times. times, great theater. Sorry, Val. It looked like you were about to say something. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I've had the benefit because I've been doing comedy sports like the whole mm-hmm. pandemic online. Oh, nice. Uh, I we obviously have to be yeah. very physical. And so I've I've had the sort of gift of being forced to figure out how to like make this space dynamic and obviously we perform standing up and I'm not right. on headphones attached to something. But like it's it's uh it's it can be done and it's been fun to see like how they've sort of uh how we've used the physicality and then also how they've used like the setups of the actual like shows and stuff to make them dynamic as well like i think there are ways to kind of and like to, to the to the concept of like fucking with you like now in our virtual shows um like the the tech behind the scenes will like do stuff to mess with us like in the middle of the show like they'll like play music that. or they'll pull up like a a weird image that we something we mentioned you know 15 minutes ago and then like put it in front of our face or whatever you know like that kind of stuff and uh it's just it's it can be done and uh it's that's i think one of the cool things about um this time is is people figuring out how to get really really creative with like limited resources like sometimes constraints yeah. make you more creative um and I agree, uh, yeah. yeah and and that's been really cool so i mean i totally agree obviously there's no there's nothing like being physical on stage like it's they're two totally different things um but it has been cool to see that and to the point of it's not taught enough I had gone through like three programs before I had even a day of anything to do with physical improv. Uh, what? what? How's that? Name possible? the programs that weren't physical. Name them. <laughs> I think you could probably guess. <laughs> IO, Second City. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Val, you talking about comedy sports made me uh, think of a question for you, actually. Um, comedy Sports Chicago has recently found a new physical space and you guys have been doing some hybrid physical in-person stuff with twitch stuff is that correct well no so they they actually are doing simultaneous shows where like one show is is live and one show is virtual but they made the stage uh very um AV heavy. So yeah, there were a bunch like, of screens. There's yeah, there's tons. There's I think there's 19 like flat screens. Wow. Um, on the stage, so they can kind of do what I was just describing that the texts do, where like they can pull up like a graphic or like you know uh, we do a lot of like themes for for our shows, and so like you know we did like boy bands, so they like pulled up you know they had different graphics of the different boy bands throughout the show and stuff like that so uh they sort of uh leaned into the, like the technical stuff because of how successful they've yeah, been on, online. on twitch yeah 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 wow that's cool yeah that makes me think of one thing that um i wanted to bring up i guess uh, just hearing that Please speak do it. <laughs> is um like a lot of comedy sports training like just um short form training fast physical stuff I think somebody who has that training and then brings that into their long form, I think that's an easy way of, of, you know, making your long form immediately better. Does that make sense? Because that physicality is so easily translate, you know, translated into long. I totally agree. And if you, if you think about it, I think the, that's probably why you, me, five play that group specifically plays the way they do, because we were all short form improvisers first who right. then learned long form after. And I feel like there's definitely, especially 
you know, Chicago in the 2016 to 2019 range with people, people going there and, you know, they weren't, they didn't have a short form base. So not only did they kind of look down on short form, which as, as Val knows, I don't, nor does Val, (laughs) nor does Bobby, someone who still teaches and performs short form. Um, But it's a great, it's a great base for going out and doing long form. Whereas I feel like, Long form is probably a terrible base for then becoming a short form performer. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work in the opposite direction as well, for yeah, sure. It definitely doesn't. I think that the biggest thing that I figured out, other than the physicality stuff and like big characters and all of that, from was uh, because it's over in uh-huh. two minutes in right. short form, just commit, like just go and don't think about it and just like let go. And I try to take that into all of my long form scenes because I think yeah. that like what a lot of the long form programs do is they kind of like get you so yeah. in your head that yeah. you're like stutter stepping on the sideline, like second guessing every single idea that you have. And like, I think that's also where a lot of that like meta commentary yeah, style sure. came. Mm. It's like a defense mechanism. It's like you're trying to protect yourself and it's like you don't have time for that stuff in in short form and so it's so it's so liberating to just like be like whatever it'll be over eventually (laughs) it's always go ahead finish your thought oh i was just gonna say and if you trust your teammates for what we were talking about Mm -hmm. they will help you (laughs) if the scene's going to hell they'll get you off stage like you're not going to be stuck out there forever totally it I, i was just gonna say it always astounds me to see someone who is basically on stage trying to be cool you know or like not embarrass themselves because as i've said before we're a bunch of adults playing make-believe like it's this is already embarrassing like you gotta let that go you're gonna the you have to you no no one's cool here you know we're, we're all cool in different ways but like you not committing to the scene or committing to the reality of the universe that's not cool that fucking sucks don't do that. Commit to everything. You're right, Val. Once you commit, you're in. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch someone do bad improv because they are committed to it and just bad at improv than someone do bad improv because they're like, well, this scene sucks. I'm just going to stand over here and shit on everything everybody else is doing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, it's exhausting. Nothing, nothing crazier than someone who is actively too cool for improv while they are doing improv that's so dumb to me also if you're you know i think that comes from like not being professional too like if you're good enough you can carry a scene do you know what i mean like you can you can make it good no matter what and i think committing to that and being there for each other and making sure that you I, I I would much rather just go out and die with somebody than let somebody die. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Well, uh, yeah. also speaking to your professionalism thing, Bobby, this that reminds me of the uh, oh man, this must have been in like 2014 or 15 where we won. Brent just drops dates the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but never the exact date. I'm always just like this I was, this was sometime between Two, 1980 and 2024. Um, but we did that, uh, improv competition at some, do you remember this? It was at some theater and we showed up with like, there were like three or four, you know, other improv teams or units or whatever that we were competing against. And we showed up, you know, in ties and slacks and like with a plan for our show. And, you know, we were, I'll, I'll toot our horn here. We were way better at improv than the rest of the teams were so we we should have won but like just on professionalism alone we were the only ones you know not only were we dressed well but like we were the only ones like with a plan and ironic to say but a a lot of the rest of the teams were just kind of improvising what their plan was whereas you know we knew what we wanted to do and we executed it really well plus we also you know have fun doing improv together and are good so we did win but that that reminded me of that because i just remember walking in and we were all in in ties and like there were dudes in shorts and stuff and i was just like oh that's that's tough like i i part of that has always been ingrained into me also like in chicago i would always try and 
wear a collared shirt of some variety and pants. And, you know, that was just me personally. I always wanted to, I you know, not wear any logos or anything and, you know, try to look my best. Um, and I don't know if it helped, but, you know, I'm sure it did with some audience members. And I'm sure there were other, other audience members who couldn't care less what I was dressed as. <laughs> I think it always helps to yeah. act like a professional. Plus, we we did a long form narrative, which you know I don't even think they had no. seen that before, you know. And we were like, we're making up a play on the spot, and it's going to be as good as scripted theater. Watch, yeah. you know. And then it was. <laughs> and then we got a little plaque. Yeah, we still have that somewhere. Still sits in the theater to this day. Yeah. I have a trophy for improv too. Hey. hey. <laughs> This this uh I, I like how she's like her her trophy's like this. No, big. yeah, no, it's just up <laughs> on a shelf behind oh, me. It's just high. <laughs> We're gonna change the name of the show to We Won Improv with Trent and Val instead we of have. instead of That's I Love great. Improv. Uh <laughs> all right. Well Bobby, this was this was great. This was a great conversation, a great scene. I had a blast in the scene. Um I did too, man. I love playing with you. I love playing with you too. Can't wait to do it again in person. Hopefully in December I can maybe do a five play show, but if not 2022 oh wait we're gonna do one in december that's what i'm saying uh wait hold on let me give you the date okay well <laughs> while bobby everything. while bobby's looking that up um <laughs> two things to plug for bobby first of course made up theater bobby as we said is a is an owner of the theater he's one of the founders of the theater he's a teacher at the theater they offer made up theater offers a ton of great classes um cam and i actually previous guest of the show cam hurt and my two pro partner cam we taught um a couple online two prop classes for made up theater during the pandemic. It was great. I, the, the student base that you guys have, you guys have uh, cultivated at made up theater is great. It's just a great group of people, a great community to be a part of. I'm happy that I was a part of it and am still a part of it. Um, so for more information about made up theater, you can visit madeuptheater.com And that is theater uh, spelled the fancy way. R E as yeah, opposed right. to E R theater made up theater. Theater darling. Yeah, theater. Um, <laughs> At Made Up Theater on uh, Twitter or Instagram, um, Made Up Theater Facebook page, um, all information there. They do shows every Saturday night, and you guys have just started bringing back the Friday shows, um, so that's great. It's some of the some some of my best times ever improvisationally, and uh, honestly, outside of improv, have been um, at Made Up Theater or with the Five Play team and eating IHOP at one yeah. in the morning, stuff like that. <gasps> yeah. Um, also. In addition to being a great improviser, Bobby is a wonderful sketch comedian. Bobby just um, completed the Bob Curry Fellowship at Second City Hollywood in, what was that, 2020, 2019? 19, Anyways, I guess, yeah. Uh, Two years ago. That class of people uh, stuck together and formed a sketch group called Diversity Higher Comedy, Higher H-I-G-H-E-R. Um, they have... Higher. They have a bunch of um, <laughs> sketches out all the time. Um, you can at Diversity Higher Comedy on um, Instagram and Facebook, or you can search Diversity Higher Comedy on YouTube. That, anything else, Bobby? That's it, man. Thank you. That's all the good stuff, Bobby. You're great. I love you. Happy. You're great. I love you. Happy too. to be able to have uh, done this with you, uh, Val. <gasps> Val. Is there something going on after this, or no? No, not today. Okay, great. I wasn't sure. I just realized. Uh, sometimes there's shows after the show. Sometimes there's not. As we said earlier, this is twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. This is the Trident Network's Twitch channel. There are shows here all the time. Five days a week now, I believe. Am I right on that? Four. Four. four Monday, days a week? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We take a long weekend here at the Trident Network. <laughs> we like a three-day weekend. Four-day work week. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, but, but there's shows here all the time. For more information, you can, of course, subscribe, as we were talking about at the top of the show. Um, you can also visit thetridentnetwork.com for more information about um, all the podcasts, live shows, recorded videos, everything that we do over there. Um, there's a bunch of new stuff that just came into the ether. Val, anything specifically you want to point out right now? 
Uh, Monday is the second installment of Do It Well, mm. uh, which is a talk show with a subset of the gals from Matt Damon. Yes. Um, who are rebranding as uh, Do, Do It, it Well. well. Yeah. And um, they just they just tell stories and answer questions from the chat and just are generally silly and love each other. And the theme this month is Scorpio Ooh. season. Hey. So as a Scorpio, I'm very excited uh, for that. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Shout out so, to all the Scorpios. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so that's like the next show coming up and it's also cool. Cause it's like a newer show and, and uh, it's really neat yeah. to watch them do that. Yeah. Matt Damon improv, of course, a legendary Chicago improv team and, they have exactly what Five Play has, which is they are a group of people who love each other and love to mess with each other. So tune into that um, on Monday on the on the Twitch stream. Um, Can I say one more thing? Yes, please. Every Bobby. improviser should take an acting class too. Yes, Ooh. Bobby is a legitimate actor in addition to being uh, an improviser and <laughs> sketch performer and all these things. Um, in fact, when I was lying on my second city conservatory application i said that i said that i took a uh acting class from bobby august jr at made up theater wow. and those existed those existed yeah. but i didn't take it so you know you need to now just to make the universe right yeah i will i'll go back and i'll we'll do some one-on-one sessions okay um okay that's it for us we'll be back in two weeks uh of course next week the short form improv show forgot to mute will be here in this exact time slot they're here every other week that i'm not here uh yeah we'll be here in two weeks thank you everybody in the chat who joined us live thank you everybody who's listening to this in the future on the podcast version or watching the uh youtube recording of of the show um that's all great val thank you as always always Yay, lovely val. to see you always uh great to get help from you because lord knows i need it bobby thank you so much uh this was a blast i had a blast great chat uh and please everybody remember i'm begging you to remember i love improv we'll see you in two weeks bye thanks for listening to i love improv with trent dozier Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon, patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return Thursday, November 18th, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.